The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by T. Rowe Price. Check out The Confident Wallet, a personal finance podcast series by T. Rowe Price and the Washington Post Brand Studio. Coming soon to wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Friday, December 22nd. In today's news, Congress avoids a government shutdown, at least until next month. Trump's advisors had a fight in the Oval Office over 2018 strategy. And the White House may begin separating undocumented immigrants from their children. But first, the big idea. Does President Trump's second year go better than his first? That's the overarching question on a lot of people's minds as they leave town for the holidays. As Trump himself flies to Palm Beach today for some R&R at Mar-a-Lago, I thought it would be good to take stock of some of the known unknowns for 2018. That is, the things we know we do not know, but we'll find out the answers to by this time next year. In my column online, I pose a hundred questions, but here I want to focus on two big themes, Mueller and the midterms. The fate of the presidency is in the hands of the special counsel more than maybe anyone but Donald Trump himself. Here are some questions we want to know the answers to about the investigation. What does Bob Mueller know that we don't? Has anyone else flipped? Is Mueller's team going to interview Trump? If so, what will be the ground rules? Most importantly, will Mueller get fired? If he does, how many congressional Republicans will try to look the other way? And what will they do about it? Might Mueller go public with his findings? Do Paul Manafort and Rick Gates get convicted? Jim Comey's tell-all comes out on May 1st. What will the ousted FBI director say that he has not already told Congress? Will Trump use his pardon power again? Remember Joe Arpaio. Will intensifying efforts by Trump allies to discredit the FBI undercut public confidence in Mueller's work? Are Trump loyalists on the House and Senate Intelligence and Judiciary Committees going to succeed at shutting down or neutering the various congressional investigations into Russian interference in last year's election? All of this is happening against the backdrop of the midterm elections. The House and the Senate are now in play. So the other important questions we're asking about 2018 relate to how these elections will turn out. Is Trump's approval rating more likely to dip below 30% or rise above 50%? With the generic ballot so bad for Republicans in every poll, public and private, how many more GOP lawmakers see the writing on the wall and announce their retirements? Liberated by their decisions not to run for re-election, how many headaches will the departing conservative senators Jeff Flake and Bob Corker cause for Trump? Does Paul Ryan stick around as Speaker of the House? If he steps down after the election, will Steve Scalise or Kevin McCarthy replace him? Or might Nancy Pelosi get the gavel? Does Mitch McConnell's job as majority leader continue to be safe in the Senate? Will Steve Bannon and his his acolytes topple any Senate GOP incumbents in primaries? Trump wants to hold lots of political rallies this year. He enjoys being out on the campaign trail more than being in the White House. But how many Republican candidates will want to appear with him, even in red states, if he continues to be this unpopular? There are more meta questions, too. Is the populist revolt over? Does the suburban revolt continue? Can the progressive grassroots stay energized through November? How much Democratic infighting will there be? And what is the October surprise? Because there's always an October surprise. Remember Ebola in 2014 or the Comey letter in 2016? I look forward to figuring out the answers to these questions and so many others together with you. And I hope you'll keep listening in 2018. Because whatever your politics, it stands to be another fascinating year. So stay tuned. And that's the big idea.
Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, Congress passed a stopgap spending bill extending federal funding for three weeks to avoid a government shutdown, but punting on several significant policy issues. The unresolved issues include federal aid for victims of the recent hurricanes and wildfires. The House passed a separate disaster relief bill, but the Senate didn't immediately take it up. The stopgap provides a temporary extension for the Children's Health Insurance Program, which expired in October, as well as a Veterans Health Care Program and a warrantless surveillance extension for a program that expires on December 31st. The measure doesn't deal with the status of the DREAMers. That led to a tense meeting yesterday between the Congressional Hispanic Caucus and Chuck Schumer. Representative Louis Gutierrez, a Democrat from Chicago, accused Schumer of, quote, throwing DREAMers under the bus in the spending debate. House Republicans burst into applause after passing their stopgap, even though it was just for a couple weeks, but it passed by much narrower margins than previous measures. This underscores the growing frustration felt by many lawmakers in both parties and in both chambers. Number two, some palace intrigue. Trump's closest advisors are arguing over what his strategy should be for the 2018 midterm elections. Tempers flared in the Oval Office yesterday, with aides expressing frustration over electoral defeats this year and concerns about planning for next year. Corey Lewandowski, who was Trump's campaign manager in 2016 until he got fired, now an outside consultant, raised complaints about the president's political operation, the RNC, and his own access to the White House. He told the president in front of these people that he's not being well served by them. Other top aides bristled at Lewandowski's attempt to tell them what to do, and the arguments continued after the meeting had broken up outside the Oval Office. Trump didn't show his hand. He didn't really reveal where he stands on this topic, but his reaction to the meeting could play out in the coming days or weeks. With 2018 frequently on his mind, insiders suggest that Trump could change strategy or staff. Number three, to curb a recent uptick in illegal border crossings, the Trump administration is weighing new measures targeting families, The most contentious proposal would separate families in detention, keeping adults in federal custody while sending their children to shelters. Another measure under consideration would crack down on migrants living illegally in the U.S. who send for their children, using government data to target parents for deportation after they attempt to regain custody of their infant children. A Department of Homeland Security spokesman says some of the measures have been approved already, but he wouldn't say which adding that the DHS is working with other federal agencies to implement them in the near future. And that's The Daily 202 for Friday, December 22nd. Thanks so much for listening. I'm James Homan. I'll be off next week, but others will bring you the headlines. Happy holidays to you and your family, and I look forward to talking to you in the new year.